Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode 52. Mark, how are we doing? We I don't want to jinx anything. We've had quite the health streak. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've, you've been on a tear. I know. It's 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 weird, to be honest you're, with you. You're, t- you're taking your vitamins, you're eating your Wheaties. You know what it is? Huh. And, and I'm going to say, I, I want to normalize this. Okay. Adults who take gummy vitamins. I'm fine with it. My, oh, my, yeah. my son has uh, has some like immune booster ones that I just, oh, wow. I eat like four at a time and they're delicious. So oh, that's, oh, that's, that's obviously, that's it, right? That's, 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 that's the secret? That's, that's the secret, yeah. 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 When I live to 110, I'm going to tell everyone the secret is gummy vitamins. That's the way to go. <laughs> go. And cod liver oil. Oh, yeah. It, it, it yeah. seems less. Yeah. Seems yeah. less delicious for sure. Um, so we got a lot to get to. Uh, yeah, yeah. On... There's a lot going on. There is. There is. Um, before we get grim, um, maybe we should share a quick little story of uh, a delighted seller because you put it so perfectly in a text with them thanking us um, oh. after they got an offer accepted. I didn't know we were going. to Yeah, this is sweet. It's just. Uh, a woman who who lost her husband has been in the house raised eleven children in this house. Eleven. Wrap your mind around that yeah, for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was prepared and finally ready to to move on to a new place, moving into a very nice townhouse. Um, and this is a property that has not been, other than mechanics. You yeah. Know, great roof, great you know, uh, great mechanics. Other than Years. that, I mean, nothing yeah. has been touched since the seventies. Mm-hmm. L- literally, I mean. John Boy Walton would have felt very, very comfortable living in this place. I mean, yes. it had that 70s vibe. Um, they just didn't have the money. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she's finally ready to move on yeah. um, and very nervous. Mm-hmm. I called Mark, I called her every single day uh, to you. check in yeah. and make sure everything was cool. Gave her as many updates as I could. And uh, yesterday, we got some incredible news, $57,000 over asking cash offer. And so, she so is great. elated. She's so happy. And it was... It was so cool to be there in the room and to see the smile on her face and how happy she was because of how stressed she she was leading up to that, which, again, is a very normal thing um, for sellers to go through. But in her situation in particular, um, well, it, I can't imagine leaving a house you've been at for, she was there for, what, 36 years or yeah. something? But, but think about it also. This is a woman who's never had any financial opportunity yeah. or freedom. Mm-hmm. She's never had... and. I mean, really, yesterday what happened was this woman won the lottery. I 100%. Mean, yep. it, it was as if, you know, you would walk into the house with one of those enormous oversized checks with, you know, with $57,000 written into it because yeah. she just was, wasn't was expecting it. So it very, it, it's, it's one of the better parts of our job, isn't it's it? It's the best. It's yeah, the best part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, the money's great and all that, but when it comes down to it, when you're truly helping people and you see just that genuine joy that comes yeah. on their face, nothing. Yeah. I want to bottle that. I yeah. want to bottle that and I want to sell it, and then yeah. then we'd make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was just so awesome. And, and I tell that story um, because as we get into some of the things that we're going to on this podcast, I think it's very, very, very crucial for anyone who's a, pers- a prospective seller to understand listing price is now more crucial than ever before. Oh, right. And right. the reason she got $57,000 over asking is because it was listed properly. Right. Uh, I, 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 and I just I was just on the phone. I think you overheard me um, talking to uh, an upcoming seller. Um, I contrasted that with a very, very nice property that we put in the market for sale um, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It's got a new kitchen. It's got new baths. Um, the hardwood floors are nice. It's nicely painted. It's got it, it's in a cul de sac. It's a beautiful, beautiful house. And unfortunately, it was priced twenty five thousand dollars over where it should have been. Mm-hmm. And we only had six showings versus the 50 yeah. showings that you had um, mm-hmm. for the property you were just discussing. We only had six showings on this listing, 
and no it's every, offers. It's everything. No oh, offers. Geez. So, um, so, so, yeah, we, we, the, the, we are price reductions are uh, increasingly common. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's get a quick market update before we dive into everything. You ready? Yes. Okay. Um, five. Tw- a- actually, I'm. Just, What's that? I was looking this morning. There look like it looks like as though there were a lot of new listings the past yeah, few days. Yeah, it's pretty. He- I mean, it's still pretty healthy. Um, so last week. Um, mind you, we recorded the podcast a day late, mm-hmm. so so keep that in mind because okay. there's going to be more. I anticipate that are typically Wednesday is the, the day of recording this. Typically Wednesday, you see a lot of mm-hmm. offers come on, uh, or a lot of uh, listings come on. Um, so there was 527 last week from Monroe County, just active single family homes. Uh, now it's 511. Oh, okay. so again, okay. similar range. And, and just think, I mean, a couple months back we were talking, and it was you know 250. Right. right so we've yeah, essentially yeah. doubled um, from where it had been. Uh, six county region was nine fourteen last week. Now nine eleven. Okay. So again, okay, they're up there. Yeah. The biggest thing though, and and we gotta gotta dive into this, um, interest rates, rising interest rates. We've been talking about them for weeks. Wow. But it seems as though they're going to continue to elevate somewhat significantly. Uh, yeah. As as we record, it's what twelve thirty or thereabouts on Friday. Um, the Federal Reserve is scheduled to meet this afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, happy Federal Reserve Day to all those who celebrate. Yay! Um, <laughs> we wave and, the flag. Yeah, and and we, we are increasingly it seems as if the the Federal Reserve is going to increase rates another uh, 750 basis points, uh, three quarters of a percent, um, which is higher than they originally were expecting. R- right. Well, that's because I mean, this past Friday, you know, the inflation numbers came in at 8.6 percent. You know, I mean white hot yeah. inflation numbers. Um, and you saw what happened with the Dow. I mean, like, you know, the, it's a the mess. stock market route is just... Well, now it's officially what? Now it's officially a bear market? It's officially a bear market, yeah. yeah. So, um, y- yeah. A- and I would imagine that there's going to be continued tumult. Uh, mm-hmm. And, y- yeah, and the sell-off is just going to continue. So, I, I mean, it's just a little bit off topic, but I just saw the two of the larger realty, national realty companies laid off hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. yesterday. Redfin, I think, was one of them. Encompass and, was the and other Compass, one. So yeah, yeah. Yep, so. they announced layoffs on uh, Tuesday, and they're citing the falling home sales, the rising interest rates is the reason why. So for Compass, 10% of their staff, about 450 employees, um, they reported a first quarter loss of $188 million. Is that what it was? $188 million. First quarter loss, Yeah. Really? I yep. did not see that. Yep. Uh, Redfin cutting uh, theirs by 8%. Um, that's 470 employees. Um, in the blog post, the Redfin CEO pointed to May demand falling 17% below expectations. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, the demand for mortgage uh, mortgages hit the lowest level in 22 years. And, of course, again, as we've been mentioning, those rapidly rising interest rates um, are, the, are the reason for that. Um, speaking of which, some info on it. Um, again, we're anticipating today they're going to go mm-hmm. up again. Yep. But the average contract rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rose by 25 basis points to 5 point, uh, 5.65% for the week ending in uh, June 10th. That's the highest level since 2008. And we, let's face it, three quarters of a point increase today. I mean, we're looking we're looking at sometime in the next 24 hours, 48 hours, interest rates going up to 6.5%. Now, I need to stress, and we've said it over and over again, sure, yeah. historically, when, when I bought me, you know, 
old guys like me. We always like <laughs> when I back was in younger, my day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back in my day, exactly. So back in my day, um, I, I bought my first house. At, I think it was like thirteen percent interest. Yep. Um, and then you know I was elated um, that, that it dropped. Uh, that I was able to refinance at nine and a half percent. And then for the past decade, I mean, we've more or less been able to finance property uh, for three and a half, four. Four and a half percent. Yep. Yeah. So, 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 so historically, it's still it's still a, a decent rate, but it's a bit jarring. It is, and and especially is for you know depending on someone's age. So imagine you know millennials right now are one of the bigger groups of people mm-hmm. trying to buy homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, for as long as they can remember, it's been very low. Right. Right. Um, this is kind of a staggering number as well. That's a little troubling. The total mortgage application volume was fifty two point seven percent lower last week than the same week a year ago. That is, that is a troubling statistic. Whenever I see that statistic, though, I, I'm often questioning and wondering how many, of, how many of those applicants last year were refis. Oh, sure. That's, so, a, that's so, a good point. So, so that, that's, you know, that's playing into it a lot. A so you're getting chunk. rid of yeah. all of the refi business. Uh, but it's still, you know, people just aren't buying as often and as frequently. So... Can can we get in a, a little bit here? Maybe a, can we do a for me personally a dumbed down version of uh, of the Fed and what they're planning on doing as far as uh, raising these basis points? I've been reading a little bit about about it, but how it all correlates together. If I'm understanding the question correctly, whether it's a box of Wheaties or gas, um, whether it's clothing, um, food, food prices. It's crazy, yeah. Everything is going up and up and up and up. So, and and buyers are on a tear. I mean, buyers just continue, and, and the consumer just continues to buy homes and um, put on additions, and you know, uh, they've got to buy food in order to tamp down some of this enthusiasm. You've got to make it more difficult for a buyer to want to buy the new stereo, the new coach bag. Um, or frankly and honestly, the new house. Yeah. And so you you make it more expensive to do so by increasing interest rates or basis points. So mm-hmm. uh, 100 basis points is equal to 1% uh, in- increase in interest rates. And, and you make it more difficult, and therefore fewer and fewer people are out, out there buying, and then it becomes a, a matter of uh, supply and demand. Sure. So you've got fewer... Uh, you've got less demand, fewer buyers, and therefore um, uh, prices start to come down a little bit. And, th- and that's how you start to tame inflation. The problem is, in doing so, do you then create the obverse, which is recession? Correct. And back in the, it was 1994. Yeah, I was, was going to cite this. I had, uh, I had okay. this in the notes here. Well, oh, go go right. ahead. No, go ahead. Um, so, so in 1994, uh, th- there was what is what was called Alan Greenspan, uh, the Federal Reserve Chair at that point in time. Um, he maneuvered uh, the economy into what was called a soft landing. He tamed inflation, which, and he did a great job of taming inflation, um, but he did so without causing us to go into recession. He did so in large part because he, he saw the tea, he read the tea leaves, saw where the country was headed, and started to tame inflation sooner than, unfortunately, Jeremy Powell, the current uh, Fed chair. Caught a little it, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he only started, you know, this spring. In reality, as people are looking back, you know, you've got a, 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 certainly myself included, a lot of armchair economists who are like, you know, well, sure. you, you, you should have started lowering those rates <laughs> back in. Yeah. So similar to uh, people who, you know, virologists uh, on Facebook, a lot of them are oh, popping yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 same thing. So, but, but and again, I, I'm only 
parroting, uh, mimicking. I, I really have no opinion on, as to when it, he should have started. Sure. Uh, but what I've been reading is that this past, probably um, November, December of last year is when he probably, certainly no later than January, he should have started to raise interest rates to tame inflation. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, Greenspan in 1994. So Greenspan ended up raising rates seven times right. over the course of 13 months. Yes. So it's a little more drawn out. But it, there's a lot of parallels between the two because, it, it, again, it was a 3% to 6% jump, wow. essentially. Wow. Um, stocks dropped only slightly before rebounding ahead of another rate increase in, in February of 95. Um, again, the biggest question, though, can we manage a soft landing again this time around? And, that we just time will tell, I guess, right? My gut, yeah, no, no, don't think so. I mean, the, the economy is stronger though. The underlying, the economy is stronger. Yeah. I mean, you look at unemployment. You know, unemployment is strong. I mean, you know, there there are a lot of people who are sidelined uh, for personal reasons. You know, they're taking time off, et cetera, et cetera. So, so th that that's great. You know, there there are strong, strong. There is a stronger underpinning to the economy. So who knows? Maybe it'll happen. My gut tells me, however, um, that we're probably going into a recession. Um, probably uh, the, the fourth quarter of this year, so. Yeah, um, the economists are saying this is, quote, scrambling to catch up is basically what's happening with all of this. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact that stocks are already down 22% this yeah. year. Corey, in, in, you know, in light of all this, you know, I, need, I need to be so careful because... Yeah. Um, we don't want to just say the sky is falling. Well, no, no, the, the, well, <laughs> yeah, but, but just speaking personally, yeah. I, and, and, and it's not out of hubris and it's not out of ego, um, it really is, I mean, I am just, and I know I speak for the team, so grateful. Yeah. I mean, every, you know, we've gotten five new listings to go on the market for sale. I mean, five, just this week, five new phone calls, five new people calling. Um, and thankful, I, I think that people are realizing that because of the marketing that we're doing and because of the videos that we're putting out and our social media presence, I think our philanthropy, I mean, more and more people are just citing that as a reason that they're using us. The fact that we've got a client concierge and that we've got a social media coordinator and a videographer and a marketing coordinator and a transaction coordinator, these are services that people are realizing are more and more important. And I am just profoundly grateful Absolutely. that we find yeah. ourselves in the position that we are right now because... Um, it, it, I think it's going to get ugly. We've, we've said the past two weeks, and I'll say it again, I think that there is going to be a mass exodus of agents leaving our ranks, and uh, the 3,600 agents who are currently practicing real estate or licensed in the Sixth County region, I would be shocked if there were 3,000 wow. um, yeah. um, after the 1st of January. More likely than not, we're probably going to be hitting, you know, 2750 is actually my prediction. So Yeah, uh, blessed to be in the position that we are um, because it's when it comes down to it, it, it's becoming an even bigger decision for sellers to pick who they want to go with and buyers to pick who they want to go with because of the fact of things are changing. And, and especially from the, the listing side, it's not just throwing some photos in the MLS, throwing a sign in the yard, and, uh, oh, we'll be good and ready to go. Get, get ready to collect your $80,000 over asking price. Well, and as, as the market changes and... Listen. You had a pulse, and you know the ability to you know to, to, to utter you know three or four consecutive sentences. Um, you could easily just put a sign in somebody's front yard, wait for the bidding war to ensue, and make a living these past few years mm -hmm. because it was very very easy to sell property. That is, if you were fortunate enough to get the listing. Sure. Now it's going to really agents are going to have to roll up their sleeves, and there's it's going to require a lot more marketing, but it's also going to require a skill set which which I know that members of our team possess in a abundance and that is just kindness 
in patience um, and uh, an ability to um, hear your clients' concerns and fears while at the same time educating them sure. and encouraging them to do the right thing without them feeling in any way whatsoever that you're pushing them to lower the price. They've got to make the decision on their own, uh, but we need to, you know, take them metaphorically by the hand and and, and lead them to, uh, to that understanding. Anyway, I'm, I'm just I'm 100 now. I am grateful. Yeah, no, 100. Yeah. percent um, You mentioned price reductions a little earlier on as we were chatting. Um, Realtor.com recently said that price reductions are up 69% from last May across the nation, uh, obviously with that shift. And today's millennial home buyers, unlike their parents, are demanding move-in-ready homes. Mm-hmm. And again, with this steady incline, uh, you know, incline in mortgage rates, they are expecting this turnkey. So very important information for sellers to know. Again, it's not like it's been for the past couple of years where, for the most part, Eh, you know, should you do this, should you do that? You can, you probably will profit from it, but if you don't feel like doing it, you don't really need to. Now it's it's more important than ever to be more buttoned up because buyers are going to be pickier. It, it, we referenced this, I, I think, two weeks ago. Yep. Um, the need for our sellers to begin removing wallpaper, uh, replacing light fixtures, uh, pulling um, you know, a carpet that's worn, that's dated, that's that's matted. Um, it's going to become more and more, which is, I mean, we've got the secret weapon on our team. His name is Cam, yeah. who's the client concierge, and he's just he's just so great at helping our clients to, to do that kind of thing. So um, where, where did you see that article? And this one was from, uh, it was uh, Yahoo uh, Finance. Okay. That they put this one out. Um, I'm going to have to grab that, that uh, because I'm having that very same conversation with a number of clients right now, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I want to forward that to them. You mentioned a few things. That um, that they suggest uh, doing uh, when it comes to the neutral paint colors, and this is for anyone who's listening to all 52 episodes. This is not going to be new information for you, but as you mentioned, updating lighting fixtures mm-hmm. again, relatively inexpensive upgrades to the home that can really you know make a big difference. Um, they say also to ditch the brown cabinets. Mm, um, yeah. You know, there's so many homes that the reason they feel so outdated is it's it's just dark, right? right? Yep. Because bright and yep. light, and that is yep. in right now. Um, they say also to refinish floors, to eliminate signs of wear and tear. We've covered this before. And then refreshing and updating bathrooms is big. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and especially if it's a powder room, it's easy. You just pull out... Um, I mean, it's relatively easy, I should say. Yeah. You you, you pull out uh, a vanity that's older. You put a new, uh, new faucet, a uh, new countertop. And that might cost you, you know, twelve hundred dollars, but boy, you know, it, it's 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 a brand new room. Changes everything. Yes, it, it does. really does. All right, do you want to have some fun? It's been a little grim. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's lighten the mood here. Yeah, let's start essing on some of the men of Saturday Night Live and their horrifying apartments. I love <laughs> this story. So tee this up. Tell people, tell everybody yeah. um, where it is that, that we found this article. Um, so this one uh, from Curbed.com. Uh, scintillating uh, information here, but it actually, it all started, or all, well, not started, but it, they, they started talking about it because of uh, Colin Yost, who we talked about last, last week. week. Yep, yep. And I remember telling you, yeah, he sold his duplex for $2.5 and I was describing it a little bit, and you're like, meh, I don't know. But, but, but my, my comment, I think, was $2.5 like, yeah. that's not a lot of money in New York yeah. City, especially yeah. for a guy like Colin Yost, who's like, you know, yeah. making some decent, I mean, like, you're, if you're a cast member of Saturday Night Live, you could probably afford something more than 2.4 or $2.5 yeah. million. Dollars. Well, he bought the place in 2011, six years after he joined SNL as just a writer, and the photos from the listing, if you go back and oh look, my God. it's bad. It's bad. Oh, it's, 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 it's so bad. It's so bad. But then they, they started, in this article, they start to 
go down the rabbit hole of all of these other cast members. Wait, 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 wait. we, we got to describe. I mean, like, I, I, I saw this article you know, a, a day or two ago. So my recollection is that he's got, <laughs> he's got a bedroom. And when you're lying in bed, at the foot of the bed, literally like two feet from the bed, is a bathtub. Perfect. Yes. But like so while you're lying yeah. in bed, you can watch somebody bathe. It's yeah, just perfect. very bizarre. Perfect. Yeah. And then the living room <laughs> has what looks like I don't if Braniff Airlines were to have like a, a cocktail cart <laughs> that was manufactured in the medieval ages. Mm-hmm. And then there is this picnic bench like coffee table and then a sofa which is I'm, is it blue or purple? Because I'm col- I'm colorblind. I believe it's purple. I believe it's purple. purple. Yeah, yeah, purple. Yeah, it, it, it's it's purple blue. And like, and this is like, this is nobody who's trying to be funny. Like, this is like, yeah, yeah. This is, wow. So they went down the rabbit hole of right. some. Oh, former, you're not even going to comment on it. I thought it was just no. All right, go uh, ahead. Well, of some former cast members. This is this is, this because there's a theory. Okay. There's a theory right. as to yeah. why. So they go through all these from cast members, and they say because this is not a new thing. Pete Davidson, for example. Um, he was actually very infamous. He um, he lived in his mom's basement. Did you see the video? Yeah. And he did the commercial, right? The is that what you're referencing? Oh, I didn't even know he, there was a commercial. Yeah. But 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 I did see a video where he's just walking his, walking somebody through his basement. Yeah. Like that's a yep. shit show. Yep. Um th- this is what they're saying. The issue here is that all of these guys date up. Okay. So they don't care about where they live because okay. they're staying at their significant other's place. Oh, okay. And, and they provide some examples. So for uh, Colin Yost, Scarlett Johansson. N- not bad. Not dating bad. up, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, they reference, let's see, they reference... Uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had Ariana Grande. Well, they, Pete's had everyone, basically. Oh. So, <laughs> yes, yes. They go back, though. The uh, director, Dave uh, McCary and Emma Stone, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde for, for a while. Dan, a- They go way back. Dan Aykroyd and Carrie Fisher. I mean, up, wow. up, up, wow. up, up. And listen... I can relate to these guys because I have also dated up, and I completely understand. And the same thing happened. I live in a crappy apartment off of East Ave, and I, when I started dating my now wife, I just stayed at her beautiful house in Canandaigua. I'm, I'm supposed to so say, I, it, there's a, I'm, I totally relate. I'm supposed to say, oh no, no, you it was terrible. No, no, no. no, no. The reality is, yeah, the cat puke stains. You kind of traded up. Nicely. Oh, big time, yeah, M- yeah, massively. Yeah. And I, it's, and I'm not. Yeah, and yeah, I'm very aware yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like I've never felt closer but, to these guys. But, but let's yeah, let's yeah. let's go back to Pete Davidson though. Yeah. I mean, like not only like Ariana Grande, like that's you know that's that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Ariana Kim. Gr- then Kim. Then he mm-hmm. like he leaves Ariana or she left him. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Um. And then all of a sudden, like you you don't trade up more so than by trading up to Kim Kardashian. Like, pretty that's, solid. That's that's pretty significant. Yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a win. Yep. For yeah. sure. So uh, yeah. So they they that's their theory. And I. Again, I've lived it, so I can completely so, test so, it. So actually, as, as I was goading you a few moments ago yeah. about how really atrocious yeah. that apartment was. Yeah. Oh, it was mine. That was uh, like, not, the, not the a reason, purple cow. The reason you're not responding, the reason that you're not talking <laughs> to me is because you don't see anything wrong. It hit too close to home. It, it did hit a little too close to home. Like, listen, like, listen. My wife and I are in the process of trying to refinish our basement. I have zero say whatsoever as far as decor, and I'm okay with it. Honestly, I mean, I think I would do better than any of these guys for the best. setting it live. But the reality is, yeah. I know my skill set. I know Duffy's skill set. I just write the check. Here you go. Yeah. I just like here, yes. here's here, here's a checkbook. Yep. Do what you need to do, and you know what? It looks great. Oh, my wife is the exact same way. Yeah. Man, yeah, awesome, perfect. Duffy's got an eye. oh my god. Every, Duffy's every, got an incredible eye. Duffy has an incredible. Everybody. Everybody should hire Duffy. <laughs> I mean, not that he's available for this kind of thing, but 
Oh my God! He'll, yeah, yeah, he's got a great eye. Oh, all right. So we um we mentioned Pete Davidson, okay. and, and yes, Ariana Grande, of course, yeah. one yeah. of his exes. Yeah. Nearly, they were engaged, right? That she broke it off after the engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. She um recently purchased a new home mm. from uh, Cameron Diaz, four point nine million dollars. We, we talked about Cameron we did, Diaz just a couple she, of weeks we ago. We talked about That's her right, yeah. putting it on the yeah, on the market. Yeah, the hair gel. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. The her hair gel. Yeah, her hair care product. Gel <laughs> quote. Uh, so in the Hollywood Hills, um. 4.9 million. This is this was crazy. I remember that we mentioned this. 1,800 square feet. What? Yeah. Five million dollars for 1,800 square feet. Two bedroom, there, two and a half bathroom. Yeah. Incredible views or something in ground pool. What? So her. So Cameron Diaz's plan. Uh, apparently, she <clears throat> lives next door. This was going to be like a, a, guest, a house? guest house, or okay. a, essentially. Um, but she never kind of went, came around to, to doing that. So she just okay. sold it off. So yeah, so pretty tiny. Four point nine million for eighteen hundred square feet. Wow, that's. That, I mean, views? Anything? Are there photos? Is there like some? It, it sits on half an acre. It's a big okay. portion of land. It's 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 on a hillside. It's not like there's you know it's not by the ocean or anything like that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, nothing super well, amazing about. Okay. It. Well, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. Good for Ariana, but she's she's a small woman. She doesn't also speak. true. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, she's yeah she's yeah. she's small. Her eighteen hundred square feet is the average person's three thousand. Yeah, feet. yeah, yeah. She's she's tiny with, with a big voice. The, yes, the yeah, very big voice. great great voice. Um, Hugh Jackman. Okay, uh, speaking also. of voices, yeah. yes, yeah. He has listed his modern New York City triplex for thirty-eight point nine million dollars. Thirty-eight point nine, really? Yep. So it's it's a longtime village condo <laughs> in the in the well, West Village. Um, he and his wife, they've raised two kids there. Uh, they purchased it back in 2008 for 21 million. So this is a pretty significant wow, jump up. Wow. Um, it's 11,000 square feet. So do that's the math a, of how many of Ariana Grande's homes will fit inside of this. Wh- wow. I mean, th- that's a, that's a, that's a big house. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big house anywhere. Yep. But 11,000 square feet in, in New York? It, it occupies the 8th, 9th, 10th, and 10th floors of the building that they're in. Well, and you said West Village, right? Yes, correct. Uh, do they mention the street or the, uh, are they um, the let's building? See. So, hang on. They say the sleek white spiral staircase that connects each floor, captivates guests with floor-to-ceiling windows, providing a remarkable view of the Hudson River. So it's right by the Hudson. Okay. So um, the tenth floor—that's where the primary suite is. Can you imagine your 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 primary I, suite is an entire floor? I'm wondering—is is this on Perry Street? I don't think they mentioned where. Okay. Exactly. It, it, it sounds like one of the Richard Meyer design buildings on Perry Street, which has just these great views of the river. Um, I mean, Martha, uh, Martha, uh, Martha Stewart, yeah, uh, had a, and like all sorts of celebrities. Yep. On these two buildings, they each occupy a corner. They're identical buildings. And yep. It's just like it's just full of yeah. I- interesting. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I knew it was successful. I didn't know it was that successful. It's pretty good. That's that's pretty remarkable. Thirty-eight point yeah. nine. That's about right. it all. Um, and then uh, one more. Yeah, one more. I suppose. All right, one more. We'll talk about at least his latest uh, collection. Um, this legendary singer is, is described as more of a collector than a house flipper. Okay. Okay. He's collecting homes, and that is Sir Elton John. Sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he owns uh, an English countryside home. He owns properties across Europe, including a summer house in France, an apartment in Venice. Um, he has an Atlanta condo, and not one, but two mansions in Los Angeles. Well, there you go. Because who doesn't need two mansions in yeah, Los Angeles? Yeah. That was his latest purchase. Um, the second mansion uh, in the Truesdale Estates um, that neighbors uh, the existing ones, so they're right next to each other. I, I, I know that she's expecting, pardon me. Yeah. Can I, can I just speak to my mother for a moment? Oh, yeah, here? go ahead. Right yeah, 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 because sure. um, I know that she's expecting this. Mom, it's the year 2022. <laughs> you may recollect in 1976 my deep-seated desire to go and see Elton John 
at Rich Stadium. Oh. But no, instead, instead, you dragged me to the Haynes Family Picnic <laughs> in Beaver Island Park. And to this day, yep. um, all these many, many years later, it's been a bit. what is that? That's 48 years later, 46 years later. I'm, I'm still bitter. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. I haven't gotten I, I over feel, that. I'm feeling better. Thank, yep. you for the, well, thank you for the moment. Well, there you go. You got the opportunity to, to let this off your chest. So, according to public record, the property comes in at a, a little over 5,300 square feet. Five bedrooms, four bathrooms, two pools. Again, because you need more than one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, just that's, amazing That's just stuff. insane. Yep. What, 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 whatever, sir. So, Alton. sir, are you bitter at him? You're mad at him, too. I, I, honestly, like, he just became... I mean, he became what it is that uh, South Park... Okay, a parody? Parodied a few years ago. Yeah. Just this sort of, like bloated windbag who's just, you know, had his day and just, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, like, brilliant. I mean, like, yeah. those, those albums that he was putting out in, like, the early 70s through the mid-70s, late 70s, I mean, that was, that, that, that's just some of the best rock music ever recorded. Are you telling me that you're not impressed with his uh, his song with Dua Lipa that is oh, simply a ripoff of Rocket Man? <laughs> Every time it comes on, I, I mean, like, I just, I, I yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you subjected to that with, with frequency? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. I am. I sure am. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing how a lot of popular music currently literally just steals from other, yeah, 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 other genres yeah, yeah. and, and other And a disco beat and, you know, like, you yeah. know, and, and, and watch the money come it's in. It's like, well, yeah. hmm, this was popular once. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll throw links in the, uh, in the podcast for all these properties that we mentioned. Um, thank you so much for listening. Episode fifty-two here in the books. One year, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it been a year officially? You think? Um, actually, give or take. If, if we if we had done fifty-two consecutive, podcasts, well, right, yes. <laughs> but we, we we did lose out in about thirteen or fourteen weeks as a result okay, of a okay. multitude of illnesses. I'm not better. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just suggesting. Who I'm are just, you? Who are you more upset with? Me or your mom? <laughs> for Elton John. I'll get over it. Okay. Over Sounds it. like a plan. As always, get more of all of our podcasts. Um, over at MarkSeawick.com. The blog post has put a new blog out this week as well. Um, all the videos, all of our listings. I've got one coming up in Brighton tomorrow, which is a really great property. Oh, that is a, that's, a, that's a very nice property. I know there's so many people that are desperate to get into the Brighton School District. This one's going to be phenomenal. $265,000 yep. on Cobb Terrace. Yep, correct. Um, great kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, very bright. All updated. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. awesome. Very, Three very bedrooms, nice. two full bath, which yeah, is yeah. nice. Two pools, did you say? Uh, yeah, yep, two pools, um, <laughs> arcade. No. Uh, so that'll be going up there uh, tomorrow. So definitely check that out, markseawick.com. We'll talk to you again next week. It's Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran.